Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. <laughs> Welcome to today's episode of The Black Sales Professional. I'm your host, James M. Fields. And today, on today's episode, I have the distinct pleasure of uh, interviewing a gentleman out of Atlanta by the name of Terrell Patton. Terrell is the managing broker and team leader at Keller Williams Realty Perimeter East, which is located in Tucker, Georgia. Uh, Terrell has, is a real estate broker and has over 20 years of experience and knowledge in, in residential sales manage, and team management and teaching the real estate brokerage industry. And this is the reason why he's on this podcast, because of his background and his, his, his ability to, to teach. I've seen his, uh, followed him on Facebook and so he's had the his his uh, training has led him to grow the office from 42 real estate associates to now he manages over 200 um, real estate professionals. His leadership has led him to to service on the DeCab Association of Realtors Board of Directors, uh, and he's a graduate of the Leadership DeCab. And so, uh, Terrell, welcome to the to the uh, Black Sales Professional Podcast, man. Hey man, thanks for having me, James. Thanks for having me, brother. Oh no, no problem. And and for the uh, for the for our listeners, I do want to let you all know something. If Terrell mentions the name Michael or Mike, it's because <laughs> we go back thirty something years. Uh, me and Terrell, Terrell's from a home. Uh, me and him are homeboys. Uh, we went to high school together, played basketball together uh, from St. Louis, Missouri. For those of you who don't know. Um, and so, uh, you know, the big thing when we, when I was in school was always people asking me, "Hey, James, what what year, what name are you gonna go by this year?" And James or Michael? So, hey, uh, but I wanted to really bring him on because he's been very very successful. And if you're looking to get into real estate, if you're a real estate agent or what have you, his the 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 wealth of knowledge that he brings to the table is going to be very helpful and he's uh he's definitely open to being a mentor and a coach and and what have you to to folks so uh once again welcome terrell i appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to to talk with uh, me and and share your knowledge and insight with the uh with the listeners for today's podcast wow hey man thank you once again thanks for having me james and this is 
definitely an honor for to receive this call to to be on here. Um, you know, when you're out and you're doing the work and you know you're growing a sales business, you don't look to the end like this to think that you're just putting in the work. You know, you're just doing you're just doing the work. So to get this call, it's like okay, you know, twenty plus years, wow. And to hear you read that bio, I'm like, man, that seemed like yesterday that I that I um, ventured off into professional sales. So it's an honor. It's an honor to be here, man. So thanks. Well, speaking of that, let's go, let's, let's talk about that. Um, talk about the path that led you from St. Louis, Missouri to Atlanta and to, to the real estate business overall and where you are today. Yeah, absolutely, man. So going back, I've been in Atlanta a little over 27 years and, um, I left St. Louis. I was 22, so I'm telling my age right now. I'm 49, be soon to be 50 this year. Hey, I'm and, right there with you. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> Weird to say that, right? Um, but you know, visiting if if you've ever visited visited Atlanta, you know it's um, it's a mecca, you know, for especially for blacks. You know, it, it really is. And um, you know, visiting a couple of times and. My aunt was living here, and I said, you know what? I need a change, you know. Um, in St. Louis, they would really only allow you to have things like barbershops, and and I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. So I can only own barbershops, car washes, you know, things that I felt was, uh, I want something bigger than that. I want bigger opportunity. And, and then one visit to Atlanta, I ran into some guys that uh, were – maybe three or four years older than me and they were doing, you know, really big things in sales. And I said, you know what? I need to get to Atlanta. And within eight months I was here, man. And, you know, it started off with customer service jobs and, you know, with, with, and then that customer service side led to seeing, okay, the guys in sales are making, four times uh, what I'm making here at, at in customer service. And they're wearing the nice suits and the nice watches. And I'm like, okay, what are they doing? And what does it take to be on that side of, um, of the organization? And at the time I was working for a place called Aegis Communication and I'll never forget it. So Aegis was a, um, a telemarketing communication firm that handled different sales projects for different um, entities. And, I was handling customer service for one of the entities and they wanted to grow their sales force. So they gave me a shot and I'll never forget. We were selling books for a small company out of um, South Carolina. And within the first month I grew, they had about 18 sales associates on that project. And James, within the first month I was number one in that. And I said, wow, and that's with no real sales training, no professional sales training. That was just being on the phone and talking. And um, one thing you know about me is that I'm a relationship, I'm a relationship guy. So um, it came natural. So that was my first stint at saying, wait a minute, you, you might have something here in sales. Um, and around that time, that was in 96, so from 96 to 98 or something, and Within around 97, I purchased my first home, and that's where I got the book for real estate sales. Looking at the HUD one and looking at the number and knowing that I saw the house, I found the house, and this guy made a 3% commission off of it. And I was like, wait a minute. I need to be doing that. 
and 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 not right away because I was successful at, at ages and and was on the fast track there, but I saw a commercial probably maybe six or seven months after after I closed on my house, and I said, you know what? I mean, the commercial was about real estate and how to get into real estate and how to go to school for it. And that's when I said, you know what, I'm, I'm doing that. And I went and got my real estate license in 98. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so now you are, you've gotten your real estate license in, in 1998. And, and so now you're starting to, to sell. How long did you, would you say before you got into the leadership aspect uh, at Keller Williams, were you actually selling or maybe you're still doing it today? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not in production anymore. I haven't, personally been in production to sell a house because I don't compete with my agent. So I have not sold a house personally. I refer everything out since two, two, 2010. 2010 okay. was the last time that I've actually sold um, a property on the production side. Um, so I had a run from 98 till 2004 is when I received my broker's license. Okay. At my previous firm where I got my broker's license at, they allowed me to sell a little bit, um, and in 2008, the correction happened, and I went to the owners, and I said, I have to sell a lot because a lot of agents were getting out, and, and if you know how managing brokers um, are compensated, majority of our compensation comes off of the profit of the market, of the office, so the owner profit. Um, so with everybody going back to get quote unquote real jobs is what they call it. Like real estate is not a job. It's definitely a job. Um, I ended up um, going to the owner group ownership group and say, Hey, I have to sell more. And they allowed me to do that. And I was literally on a trip. So I have to tell this story. I was literally on a trip. I've only been with two brokerages. I was with my former broker for 11 years and I've been with Keller Williams ever since. So this is 2009, in the height of the correction, a friend of mine was having a birthday, and um, we, a group of us went out to Vegas. So we're at, in Vegas at the Bellagio, and I'm reading a book that a Keller Williams agent had given me at closing. So I, I, we, he was a co-op. So he gave me a book. About, it was called Shift. So it was about the market shifting that Gary Keller had wrote. So I'm reading this book on the plane, long flight. I'm like, I'll read it. And when I, I couldn't put it down. So we get to Vegas. We had a reservation for a cabana at, um, we're at the Bellagio. We had a reservation for the cabana that afternoon. So I take the book down with me and this lady walks across. She sees the book. She walks across. She said, you must be in real estate. You're reading that book. She never mentioned Keller Williams. And she just proceeded to ask questions, James, that no one had ever asked me in, you know, 10 years at the time being in real estate or really being in sales, period. She mm. was she was posing a lot of questions about me, about my future self. Um, you know, my big why is what she was really getting to. Like, you know, why are you in sales? Basically, it was it was deep real quick. She was a brilliant lady. She never mentioned Kelly. And she said, you're a very interesting guy. I'd love to invite my husband and I like to get in business with 12 people every year. I'd love to invite you to this event that I'm having in a couple of months. It's in Austin, Texas. I was using my business card as a, um, as a bookmark. So I, I was like, here, give me a call. 
because I didn't know what she was selling, what she was talking about. I never, because I wasn't good at asking questions at that time, right? So mm-hmm. I didn't ask questions. She was asking all. She was controlling the conversation. So long story short, this lady ended up being the third person in charge of all of Keller Williams, right? And <laughs> so she invited me to this event. I um I went. She flew me out. I got to meet Gary Keller, everybody, right? And um, I came back to Atlanta, and I ended up joining Keller Williams probably about four or five months after that, and it and it totally changed totally changed my my life. I was still selling. I sold for maybe six months, and then the office was it was a correction, so the office was totally failing. They went from 130 agents down to like 40, 42. And um, they asked me to step in. I told them no. They pleaded with me to step in and take over the office. And um, after one leadership meeting with Keller Williams, I accepted the challenge because it was definitely a challenge at the time. And um, I think we'll get to this later, but I want to tell any of the listeners that opportunity when it comes knocking, it's especially for us as blacks in in this sales, it's not going to come wrapped up in a bow. You know, a lot of times when we get our shot and get our opportunity, James, it's going to look, it's going to be ugly. But if you believe in yourself and believe in your skills and, um, and it's a good foundation, a good product, then I, I, I challenge you, you know, the listeners to take that challenge because opportunity for us doesn't always come wrapped in a bow. Very, very, very good point and and very true. Now, yep. Terrell, let me ask you this. Um, being a an African-American male um, in Georgia, uh, how has that been as far as selling is concerned? You know, we, we both grew up in St. Louis. We, we know, you know, we went to Hazelwood West, so we know about the, uh, the overt racist stuff yeah. that's out there. Yes. Um, now you're going into, now you're going into Georgia and, you know, yeah. I went to school with fam. So, I mean, Georgia is, you know, in this Confederate state, how was it for you being a black real estate agent in Georgia? Um, it was tough. It goes back to the last statement I made, James, that, that even back then, the deals that, that you would come into, and the people that you actually had to help to get your start, those deals weren't the best. You know, they were they were deals where people wanted way more for their house, or there were deals where it was a shack and you had to sell it. But but once you take on those challenges, then people begin to trust you. So I think to answer your question, in a nutshell, I had to work harder than my counterparts and I had to take on things that, you know, other people that didn't look like me didn't have to take on, you know, that the, the trust factor was there much sooner for those than, than for me. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So as a sales leader, you know, and, and a managing broker of, of, of the office, um, what are some of the the characteristics that you look for for people that are looking to get into uh, real estate sales and and possibly joining uh, joining your office? 
You know, that's a, that's a great question, James. Um, I've learned in sitting across from thousands of agents and that's getting into this business or agents that are running, you know, $20 million businesses. I meet with all of them to associate them with my firm. And um, the one thing I look for is agents who are motivated. You know, you, you know, agents have to be, um, you know, you know, they, they, they got to want to grow. They have to want to grow. Um, if an agent wants to grow and, and if an agent is coachable, then those are the agents I look for. And, and you know, and there's, there's a simple technique that I use when I'm sitting across from, um, from someone. Really has not a whole lot to do with their background, some. Um, but, you know, I'll ask two questions. And the first one being, you know, what's next for you? This is after they've told me what they've done, where they've sold, um, whether it's real estate or anything else or, or what profession that they're coming from. You know, I'll ask what's next. That'll show me if they're in a growth mindset, right? Um, and then the other question is, you know, tell me, I'll say, tell me um, about the one thing that's happened between high school or college that um, that you're most proud of. And you know, if it's taken them more than like 45 seconds to answer that, I'm digging deeper and, and, and questioning, are they a growth, growth mindset type of person? So the first thing is you have to get in business with people that want to grow. If they want to grow, you can train them. Does that answer your, your question? Is that? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Wonderful. Yeah. Cause you, you make a, you, you make a very good point and that is that, you know, um, if a person, in order to really develop people, they have to want to 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 develop to be developed. So they have to, and, and a person who's hungry and and is is motivated to grow, they're you know they're the type of individuals that are going to be they're like sponges. They're out there seeking up the, all the knowledge that they can get. Those individuals who've been been around for a long period of time and kind of set in their ways and and they're just kind of coasting. They're not really interested in learning anything new because they don't want to grow. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now they think they know it all too. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's definitely true. And so now when a person's interviewing with you, um, how do you, you know, how can they convince you that they're a good fit for, for your agency? You know, we're, we're really culturally sound, meaning that, um, you know, we believe in God, family, and then business. So agents have to have that, those characteristics, you know, and, and, and I mean in that order, and I don't care, you know, what faith or, you know, what higher being that is, but we believe in, you know, those things, you know, God, family, and then business next. Um, so there's questions that I may go to to find out what's their why, um, you know, and, and seeing what, um, what motivates them. You know, it has to be deeper than the money. So, um, you know, there's a series of questions that I may go to go through to find out, you know, what's what's their why. And one of them is that what's what's next for you. And then, you know, a lot of times they'll answer that in a um, a sales number or or a um, or a profit number. And, you know, I'll say something like, well, you know, when that happens, what is that going to do for you, James? 
you know, and oh, I can take a trip and all of that, you know. So, James, so you're going to take a trip. Great. If you take a trip, where would you go? Oh, I'm going to go to Hawaii for two weeks. Great. Going to Hawaii for two weeks, man, that's awesome. And once you achieve that and you go to Hawaii for two weeks, what does that do for you, right? Oh, it allows me to clear my mind. It allows me to take vacation, to come back recharged. Awesome. You come back recharged. What does that do for you? And then once you peel that onion back, you see what what's their why, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's who you want to be in business with. And, and it's funny when you go through that and you and you dig deep with people, you know, they respect you too, and they want to be part of your organization because you've helped them under, uncover what's most important to them as well. So yeah, just just a couple of questions, man, and just just dig deep right there. Cool. You know what? You are known for your personality, your training, and what have you. Um, and since the black sales professional, we're about helping develop and enhance the careers of African Americans and other uh, and the individuals of color. When a person is looking to, if you had three things that you or pieces of advice that you would give somebody that is entering into the real estate industry what are the three things that you tell them that are most important to know and master in the first year man i would say build a database so everyone you know everyone that you from far back as you can remember i would say build a database right so that's name phone number email birthdays and physical address those five components make up of database because now you can, you know, market to those people because those are the people who know you, like you, trust you, and more likely are the ones that's going to do business with you or refer you to their closest friends and family. So build a database. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. First. The second thing I would say is feed that database every day. So block off an hour, two hours, three hours, or however long it takes to continue to add people to that database or get more data on the people that's already there, right? Mm -hmm. One is build it, feed it every day. And the last thing is probably one of the most important ones is to service every lead that comes from it. So if someone calls you, whatever you're selling, if we're talking real estate, someone calls you and they have a friend that's thinking about real estate or they're thinking about investing or they think, make sure you service the business that's coming from, you know, the first two components. So those three things, build a database, feed it every day and service all the business that come, come through it on a very high level. Because I often ask my agents, you know, who's your competition? Who's the biggest competition that you have? And a lot of times they'll answer that where it's another agent in their market, right? And I say, yeah, is that right? I said, um, I beg to differ. And they'd be like, well, what do you mean? No, she's number one or he's number one. And I'll say, you know, your biggest competition, I said, if have you ever stayed at the Ritz-Carlton? And they'll say, yeah, I've been. I said, you go to the Ritz-Carlton, have you ever touched the door handle, you know what, I haven't, you know, they open every door for you when you enter into, they have like 10 people standing out there, right, Um, I said, have you ever really seen paper on the floor or anything, no, because they have a high standard of customer service at the Ritz-Carlton, right, everyone there from the, the, the vice president or GM, they walk past, they see paper on the floor, they're picking it up, they're servicing their clients. I said, you know, if you absolutely have to get a package somewhere the next day, who do you think of, James? Oh, FedEx. Exactly. That's service, right? So I said, that's your competition. If you have your database, people you know or people you've met and you put in that database and you're servicing them on a high level like the Rich Carlton or or FedEx, or when so when they think of real estate, they think of you. How is Susie Smith, who sells a hundred home, your competition? She's not, because these people know you, like you, and trust you. So, and you're servicing them on such a high level. I don't care how many homes Susie Smith sold, they're going to use you. So your your biggest competition is FedEx, Rich Carlton. You know, Amazon is an ecosystem now, so that. <laughs> you know, but those are the people or the companies you want to mimic your business after, um, so that you can, you know, drive your comp. There is no competition when you have that. Does that make sense, man? It does. It does definitely. Get- so, in other uh, words, separate separate yourself and 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 make it so that your service that your the service that you deliver is so high that. 
um, the only people that those individuals in your circle or that you know are are going to uh, to think of, to think of you. That's that's good. Absolutely. Now, There's one other point I want to want to say on that, and this is this is new because of what we're in this digital age, and I think the listeners might understand this as well. So there's three things that companies are doing now and salespeople should be doing it. Um, Anyone that's really running a business or in any industry should think of this. Um, There's three components. One is a unique, one is unique. One is mutually exclusive. And the third one, the highest level, and these are levels. So the first level is unique. The second one is mutually exclusive. And the third one is an ecosystem, James. And if you think of unique, think of Prime Video, right? That's a unique service, right? Prime Video. Mm -hmm. So you might have Prime Video and another service to stream it, right? A mutually exclusive relationship is Amazon Prime. So you might have Amazon Prime or a different system. But if you have Amazon Prime, you're getting video streaming within that, right? Gotcha. You're locked okay. down with Amazon. Amazon. If you get Prime, Amazon Prime got you locked down with video everything, right? Mm-hmm. The ecosystem is Amazon, where they got all these different parts, right? You got Google, where if some people, if you have Google products, you got the phone, you got the computer, you got all of these things. Apple, mm-hmm. these are things that you only use. Like I have a Mac, I have an iPhone, I have a pad. I'm an Apple person. So I only use Apple products. So that's an ecosystem. And reason being, it's so hard for me to buy uh, a Google product or Microsoft, anything, any of those other products, because I'm so locked into Apple's ecosystem. So what I described about the data, um, um, having a database, feeding it and servicing it really well, what you're doing ultimately is locking your people into your ecosystem. Gotcha. So if they think of real estate, they're only going to call me. You got it? I got it. Yeah. Now, let's take this a step farther. Let's look Uh at somebody. Let's say you have some um, individuals who are, they've been in the industry for a little while, and they're kind of struggling. And I'm quite Mm -hmm. sure, you know, over the 20 years, you've encountered those individuals who have just gone into a period of time where um, they just, they've tried, but they're struggling. They're struggling trying to find their groove. Um, What piece of advice, what pieces of advice or would you give to them to get them back on track? Right. I would, I would say the first thing I would do is call. I, I would look at how many people I feel I know, whether that's past clients, friends, family, I would make that list. And I would personally call every one of them. I would break it down. I would call 10 of them a a day. Those 10 that I call, I write them a handwritten note, mail it to them, and get them in my database. And I would put them on drip campaigns 
you know, um, we call them smart plans, but I would, I would touch them at least 30, over 36 times in a year. So that's a series of, you know, 27 emails. I would call them once a quarter. So that's four phone calls. And I would invite them to some type of event, whether that's a Zoom right now because we're in a virtual world, a Zoom happy hour or pie giveaways, something. Run a contest on Facebook, something to engage them. That's it. I would start with my people because, like I said, I know I sound like a broken record. These are the people who know you, like you, and trust you and more likely going to do business with you or refer to you 100%. And, and I'll, can, I, can I expound on that a little bit? You sure can. Because you got to think a lot of agents go to um, to marketing. Um, like they'll spend a lot of time on Facebook and, and Instagram and social media marketing themselves. Um, but when you do that, you're competing. Now you're competing with, you know, Thousands and thousands of agents. And I'm not saying that's not important, but that shouldn't be your number one thing. Yeah, you should do that. But your number one thing should be the people who already know you. You should be investing that time and your dollars, majority of your dollars and majority of your time need to go to the people who know you, like you, and trust you. Whether whether you think they're in a position to purchase a home or sell a home or not, those are the ones who's going to refer people to you as well. Hmm. So that's, I, I would start there. There's no silver bullet, man. It's, 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 it's going to um, the people who know you and like you and trust you the most. Speaking of that, you, you know, you mentioned that there's no silver bullet and, and sales. Definitely. There's no silver bullet. You, it, it's, it's a learned profession. Um, what type of training does Keller Williams and do you provide over the course of a year for your for your agents to to help make sure that you're sharpening those knives? <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, so out, outside of training them to lead generate for set for um, for real estate business to grow their families, we're also training them. We call it a lid, right? L I D. So we train them on. What what is their lifestyle consist of? So if you have a lifestyle that say, hey, you know, I have to make eighty thousand dollars to run the lifestyle that I have. That's to take my trips, to pay my mortgage, all my bills, car notes, all of those things, right? I need eighty grand, right? Mm-hmm. That's just not expenses. That's that's you know, living, going, taking trips, everything. And then the I is in lid is investments. So we write it out to where we help an agent know how much they have to have in investments within the next five years to fund that lifestyle, right? So if we're saying 80 grand, then if they want to buy eight houses in the next years that that's worth a hundred grand, now they're replacing the 80 grand that they need to make. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. We're, we're having them on that path. And then we're always talking to them about the D, which is debt. We're always talking to them about paying their taxes on time, paying off student loans, and all of those things. So when we add all three of those up for the year, James, 
80,000 that they need to make, they need to make another 20 to invest in at least one real estate property to hold. And they may need to make another 10,000 to make sure that their taxes and all of those things are paid or paying off um, debt. Right. So we take that 80 plus that 20 and that 10, they actually need to make a hundred and ten thousand. Right. Because they're setting up for their future. Mm-hmm. OK, so this is where I'm going with that training to speak to the agent as a whole person is what we give. We don't just train agents in real estate. That's a byproduct. At Keller Williams, we train you on a lifestyle. We train you, you know, to set yourself up for your future self. Remember I mentioned the lady was posing all those questions to me at the pool and it was like, whoa, nobody's ever asked those questions. That's what we do. So outside of getting the real estate training, we're training you as the whole person. Wow. Okay. That's powerful. Yeah, because, and I'll tell you a story. It it goes something like this. I know I'll butcher it, but there was a guy, and um, his son son said, Dad, you know, we're going to go throw the ball. And his dad would always say, yeah, we're going to throw it tomorrow. We'll throw it tomorrow. And um, so this was on a Friday night. His dad said, okay, Saturday, we are going to go, and we're going to throw the ball in the morning. When you wake up, we're going to go. We're going to go in the yard. We're going to throw the ball. So the dad thought he was slick. He got up really early so he can read the paper and have a cup of coffee before his son wakes up. And they he promised him they go throw the ball this, this morning, right? And so the the um, the son, the dad, as soon as his coffee's done, he sit down. He gets comfortable in his favorite chair, and he's reading the paper. And his son cabalts down the stairs like, Dad, you ready? Fully dressed, glove in hand, ball ready to go. So his dad was like, oh. God, I got to at least finish this cup of coffee. So his dad was reading the paper. He gave him a piece of the paper. And in the paper, um, there was a, a um, picture of a world map, right, in one of the in the sections. So he tore it up. He tore it, and he tore it into, you know, a bunch of pieces and said, all right, go put this, um, go put this, this, this globe together. When you put it together, we're going to go outside trying to buy himself 20 minutes, 30 minutes, or whatever, right? His son goes and puts it, it's on the table. His son puts it together in like two minutes. He's like, how did you do that? Well, it, they had a glass table. His son had dropped a piece of the paper and saw that on the flip side of the paper was a picture of a man. So all the son did was turned it over, put the face of the man together. Now the the globe is all the world, the, the, the map, whatever it was, was together in his dad. And he said, Dad, there's a picture of a, of a face of a man right here. The more of that is this, James. We learned and understand at Keller Williams is that if we train and coach and teach people to put themselves together, First, then they can go out and help their neighbor. Then they can help their community. Then they can help their city. Then they can help their state. Then they can start to make an impact around the world. But it doesn't happen until you put the person together, the man together or the woman together, right? 
So that's our principle. We speak to the entire person. That's why those questions up front, who am I getting in business with? And are you willing to grow? Not just grow a sales business, or you really are you willing to grow as a person? Because we know if we can help you grow as a person, you're gonna help that many more people. Starting wow. with your family. Yeah. That's why we say God family, then business. Powerful, powerful, powerful. James, but hey man. No, that was that you know what? Hey. That was, you know what? Thank you very much. And um you, you know, one of the things that one of the messages that I want to give to to our listeners really quickly is this. Um, you know, I brought Terrell on here so that he could give um, his insight and expertise to the real estate to uh, those individuals who are in interested in the real estate or are in real estate and are needing that little push. And so hopefully today you've gathered um, small nuggets of information and he's given a he's, matter of fact, he's dropped a lot of knowledge. So, hey, you know, you really should have take some, been taking some notes. And if not, if you haven't, go ahead and listen to this podcast again because he's given a wealth of information. But following up, um, you know, if you haven't already done so, make sure that you that you go and you join the Black Sales Professional LinkedIn group. And because Terrell is going to be out there, you can send him in for, you can ask him questions uh, about maybe if you're looking to get your real estate license or if you have a real estate license and you're in the business right now and you just need some nuggets of information, like talking about, hey, how do you go about building that database and other things? By all means, reach out to him. Um, he's also on, he's on LinkedIn. He's on Facebook. You can reach him at Keller Williams. Um, you know, he's open to, to having a dialogue with and helping you and coaching and being a mentor no matter where you are in the United States. And so, uh, Terrell, bro, thank you very much for being a part of the, uh, this episode. And uh, I know that in, 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 the, in the future, I'm going to invite you to come back and, be, and talk a little bit more specific to, uh, to various topics uh, that have to do with real estate for people so that they can in, and get some more of that knowledge of information that, uh, that you want to impart on them. So I, I appreciate you. Thank you very much, bro. And, and, and hey, is there anything left that you want to say to our audience before, before, we, before we leave? No, man, this has been a lot of fun. And um, like, again, I'll say again, thank you so much for the invite. And um, I'll definitely jump on that LinkedIn. If anybody's listening, you can, I'm on Facebook at Terrell Patton. That's T-E-R-R-E-L-L, Patton, like the general, P-A-T-T-O-N. And um, on Instagram at T Patton Broker at, um, at T Patton Broker. Yeah. <laughs> My email address out, but yeah, at T Patton Broker. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And hey, uh, before I sign off, um, as always, um, please, uh, if there's any other topics that you all want to hear from us on uh, Black Sales Professional, uh, go into the LinkedIn group and submit your topics, uh, or you can email me at jmfields.com. 
1001 at gmail.com and you can submit your request there. Um, I'll do my best to interview those individuals who you want to have on the on the podcast and, and get as much knowledge and information to you as possible. If you haven't already um, subscribed for the to the podcast, you can get it today. You can go out right on on Apple iTunes and, and you can subscribe there. It's on Spotify as well as it's on Speaker. So until next time, have a great day. Take care. Thank you, man. Awesome. L. Patton, like the general, P-A-T-T-O-N. And um, on Instagram at T. Patton Broker at, um, at T. Patton Broker. Yeah. <laughs> My email address out, but yeah, at T Patton Broker. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And hey, uh, before I sign off, um, as always, um, please, uh, if there's any other topics that you all want to hear for from us on the Black Sales Professional, uh, go into the LinkedIn group and submit your topics, uh, or you can email me at jmfields. 1001 at gmail.com and you can submit your request there. Um, I'll do my best to interview those individuals who you want to have on the on the podcast and, and get as much knowledge and information to you as possible. If you haven't already um, subscribed for the, to the podcast, you can get it today. You can go out right on, on Apple iTunes and, and you can subscribe there. It's on Spotify as well as it's on Spreaker. So until next time, have a great day. Take care. Thank you, man. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 